and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how we deal with what it's throwing at us. I'm Ian, a learning and development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah, with passions about communication and sharing what I find on my road to Zen. With me, as always... I'm Angela. I am a stay-at-home mom and grandma, but I'm also, you know, buying my own business and building that and enjoying that. I've had many careers over the years. They've all taught me a lot about life, and I sure enjoy sharing that journey with everyone. Emotional suffering is an interesting one this this one brought up a lot of personal reflection what is it when we fight against our feelings our emotions pushing back against pain yeah that we're feeling right that's where emotional suffering kicks in and it feels kind of counterintuitive when we talk about it it does you're going well what else am i supposed to do with this pain (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about today That's what we're here to talk to you about we all go through pain and suffering in our lives. Uh, Unfortunately, that is part of the human condition. Really, it comes down to what do we choose to do with the pain and suffering that we are encountering? Right. You have been through quite a bit. I have been through quite a bit. Both absolutely have. And I'm going to say that everyone listening has also. There will never be somebody who says, oh, nope. Nope, never, never been through suffering once <laughs> I mean, in my the life. Suffering can come in many forms. It can be a poor body image, feeling inadequate, anxiety, depression, an unhappy relationship. I would say relationships career. for me are one of the biggest things. A, a loss or change in career. Financial struggles. Mm-hmm. For me, it's honestly the uh, poor body image has been a huge emotional struggle for me. I One that I know you and I both can relate yeah, to absolutely. is also death of a family member. Or, or somebody in your life. Right. And the death is one. I'm not going to tell you today that you're just going to get over it because you're not. But boy, can you sure make things better. We all have our traumas and, and our losses in life. And in fact, the uniqueness of those is what makes us us. us. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh-huh. been wrestling with a lot. Okay. And, and working on for the last two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. I, I actually started doing it right after I bought my house. Okay. My partner at the time was like, what is that? And I just bought my meditation mat. I just started <laughs> meditating. Yeah. Meditation cushion, actually, is what it is. It's not yes. even mad. It is I've embraced this. And this this was something that came about from my meditation practice. Okay. Mindfulness, Buddhist meditation. Yep, absolutely. Really delves a lot into this. Initially, you focus on your breathing. Yeah. And that's the where more I advanced stuff For was sure. when, yep. okay, we're, we're going to talk about X. Right. And it started to really go into what causes you grief? What what causes you stress? Right. What causes sadness? That one's a tough one, diving into that one. The, the sadness, sometimes you don't know why you're feeling it, but if you really dig deep, you can find the reason. Chandler talked about this when he, when he came over, where he, he said this is specifically why he shies away from meditation. Yeah. Nope, putting it away. <laughs> I was that yep. way for a long time. Yep. I just didn't want to deal with it. I I'm, I was on Chandler's side. Uh, no. It's our inherent way of operating. I think it's how we're raised. We're, we're supposed to either not acknowledge the grief, right. just ignore it. How many times have you ignored something and it just goes away? Never. <laughs> I'm, Sadly, I'm be but that, that's how we're taught. It, it is how we're taught. and Avoidance is not a great strategy for anything in life. I, I've got news for you. In our last episode... I said something that applies to this. Feel, then deal. Feel this and deal with it. You can't push it away. You can't push it down. If you do, it's going to resurface and it's going to come back. In a past relationship, this was a huge point of contention. Okay. Is I would sit there and go, we need to deal with this. One one of the things that 
this person would not deal with was financial responsibilities. Okay. And it was always, well, if I just ignore it, it'll go away. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I tried that when I was much younger. And guess, <laughs> guess what? It doesn't go away. Nope. It just gets phenomenally worse. Absolutely. Emotions to me are the same way. To me, oh. emotional bank, oh, yeah. financial bank, they, exactly. they really are the same thing. If you don't deal with it, I have yet to see really where it works out for the best. It doesn't. Losing my sister, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, each of us handled it in our own way, obviously. Um, a few family members just chose to pretend it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And they didn't deal with the grief. And guess what has slammed them recently? The grief. 20 times worse than it probably would have been had they started dealing with it initially. I see a lot of people that do that with, they with do. grief. They I do. Grief, is, grief is tough. Death to me is because it's I, the ultimate uh, loss. And no matter... Where you were in your relationship with that person, it is just done. It's over. There's you no taxi backsies. Nope, There's nope. no, well, we'll get a second chance. There's no, I'll call them and try to work this out. There's nothing. You literally are just done. That relationship is over and done. And you have to deal with that. And it's tough. Whether it's a death or what, whatever is causing us emotional distress. Yeah. What, whatever is causing the suffering. Many of us have just sat down and had the pity party and we're crying out. Social media lets us amplify that. It absolutely does. Oh God, this happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've done it. So have I. And I still sometimes do, but to me, it's more a journaling thing. Social media can amplify this guys. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's not the outlet you should go to. If you don't have anything else or any other outlet, reach out to somebody, reach out to me. I'll help. I think we need to figure out how can we find outlets where it isn't avoiding it. Right. It's we find something or someone to help us process and how to work through suffering is you do have to face it. You do have to deal with it head on, throwing your arms up and trying to get attention. We see many people do it on social media. Absolutely. There's some people where they do it so often. I've gotten to the point where depending on the platform, I'll either unfollow them or I'll mute them or whatever, because I'm just like, I do the same. It's a day to day to day. Being the impasse that we are. <laughs> being, oh my God, it, it splashes. And the more I understand that about myself, the more I oh, figure out tough. that I really am more of an introvert than what I ever thought possible. You are because like me, when you're out in public, you absolutely absorb those emotions around you and what people are feeling. You can walk into a room, if you're like me. We can walk into a restaurant, sit down at the table, and I can tell you, gauge the room of what's going on around me. And sometimes that's exhausting. It's true with social media, too. I see these posts about animals that are treated badly and people sharing stuff like that. And my heart just can't take it. Oh. it I, I internalize <laughs> it to the point where it's like I, I, I can't read and see articles like that. But it, I just can't see it. It becomes overwhelming. It does. To the point where I internalize it and dwell on it. Why do I have it so I Exactly. Mean, you go in the opposite direction, right? You're like, <laughs> why do I have it do. so good? I don't deserve this. Exactly. You can wallow in the self-pity. Uh-huh. You can have that. When you start lashing out, yeah. I'm going to hurt people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make them feel what I feel. Yep. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm going to make them. Gonna f- hurt. I, I will m- feel better because I'm going to make you feel worse. We have all done it. Every single person here has. I know I'm guilty of it, especially with the grief part. My poor husband got a good brunt of that. I was just feeling terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I did not think I was going to bounce back from it. And I would lash out at him all the time. It's like, you know what? I'm hurting. You're going to hurt, too. I'm going to make you feel what I'm feeling. And that was wrong. And I've acknowledged and had to deal with that. But that was my natural process. I just wanted everyone else to hurt and feel what I was feeling. 
And I can't do that. You can't. I think society, at least here in the U.S., and I want to acknowledge that we have, we've gone international. We've, we've mentioned that before. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Our international audience is actually growing every it's week. growing, and we, we look at that and go, huh. It's very cool it to is. see. And, and I would be curious, if you are one of those, reach out to us and let us know. Yeah, please. We would love to hear from I, you. You know, we've got Jerem down in Brazil. We've got a few other people, and it's I, I'm starting to kind of pick up who a few of these people Correct. are. But yeah. we're, we're being listened to in uh, India. In the UK, yeah, Canada, actually, Australia, Australia, yeah, that was our newest. It's very exciting for us, by in the way. India was it India? In yeah, there? India. Yeah. So if huh. you are one of our international listeners, <laughs> please let us know, especially how this stuff applies to you. We're we're always kind of curious. Yeah, a different you, perspective on it. We are giving our our US perspective, and I gotta believe it is very different elsewhere. I gotta believe. Oh, there's a lot of similarities, but I've also got to believe that there, your society what's, what's teaches you how to deal with this differently. I would love to know. The lashing out is, yeah. I see it done a lot. And yeah. I, I would dare say it's it's being done a lot right now, especially in the political climate that we have here in the U.S. Sadly, yes. Sadly, everything's political anymore. And things and that you normally wouldn't think are political nope. have become nothing but political. This is also examples of a fixed mindset. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to wallow with it. It's not what can I take away and what, what can I grow from this? Many of you know, I am a huge sci-fi nerd. Huge oh sci-fi my. nerd. Star Trek, Star Wars, love them both yep. for, for different reasons. With Star Trek, arguably probably the worst movie ever, Star Trek V. It was. It, but it was it I was a terrible movie. But I've watched it over and over. You, you probably know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Spock's brother. Yep. I'm going to take your pain. Yep. Give me your pain. Yep. Uh, all of a sudden, it was like a hippy dippy cult, and it people were following him. You, you got to Captain Kirk when he was presented with that mm-hmm. choice, mm-hmm. and Captain Kirk was like, "I need my pain. My pain is what makes me." Quite frankly, your pain is, is what, what makes me. you. Yeah. My journey, who I am, what I have gone through. Yep. Granted, would I love to have not endured the pain? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But I will tell you what has been the pivotal moment in my life, huh? where I have really seen things evolve. Right. And I think you'll agree, this is when things really turned on a dime for me, was when I started sitting there and going, okay, yeah, this meditation thing with pain sucks. It does suck. And and God, I really don't want to look at it. Mm-hmm. But the more you do it, the more you start examining, yeah. mm-hmm. why am I feeling this pain? And pain comes from, we, we have a situation, mm-hmm. an event that happens. Yes, this is true. And we attach a meaning to it inside ourselves we look at it and go this moment this thing this uh-huh. event made me feel this for a long time Absolutely. growing up my parents divorce jaded me scarred me oh i believe that for me heavily influenced by things my mother would say because that's who i ended up being right. with my father was the devil my, my father was a large part of why my folks got divorced okay when I, I look back and, and I've had time to really step back and go, okay, that divorce happened. The events that led up to it happened. There were legitimate reasons that they got divorced. And, and I truly do believe it was for the better for everybody and, and down the road. Ultimately, it looks like it has been. He has tried to earn a relationship with. It's not the typical father-son relationship okay. that a lot of people. You know, I, I look at Chandler and Chunga and I'm like, you know, envy. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> it makes me happy to see him have that relationship. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, oh, God. But they're, they're so appreciative of that relationship. They are. 
with my dad. He called me last week and was telling me my, my grandmother is, is very, very ill. She's, oh. she's in her late 80s. She's had just a lot of ailments come her way. As a result, he's having that introspection. She goes, well, God, she's like, I think she's like 30 years, about, uh-huh. about 30 years older. Okay. Because my dad's one of the younger kids. Oh, okay. I think he's starting to have that mortality. Well, it, it does hit you for sure when you see someone go through something like that. We've had a couple of good conversations. He actually, he called me on the way back from when we got our shots. I, for a long time, I let the event of my parents' divorce mm-hmm. define me really jade how I felt about relationships and people. Oh, that makes sense. Don't trust people. Yeah. Don't. I, I could continue to do that. Right. God knows I have plenty of reason. Absolutely. In relationships Absolutely. to not. Absolutely. But those events have happened. Mm-hmm. I have faced the pain of those events, whether it's what happened to me, whether it's what happened to me during the divorce, whether it's me having to help raise my brothers and sisters. <laughs> my pain cannot go away. No, it doesn't. On that note. I had trust issues the first 10, 15 years of my marriage because who I call my sperm donor, father. My mom was married before he's since adopted me and my brother. And I don't really remember my sperm donor father. Like I have images in my head mm-hmm. and I remember a little bit about him, but he chose to give us up. He chose that once he decided he was done, the marriage was over. Didn't give my mom any warning, just decided it was done. My other dad has since adopted us, and he's my dad. I call the other guy my sperm donor. Even at a young age, I was only like four or five when it happened. Mm -hmm. Even at a young age like that, I had trust issues because the main person in my life, the person who I formed a bond with in my early childhood, walked out on me. It took me meditation talking to people to finally realize that that's where my trust issues arose from. And it was that emotional struggle. Once I started dealing with that, things became better. Things became easier for me. Just like what you're saying. You, you've acknowledged that it did jade you just like it had jaded me, but you're dealing with that and you're moving forward with that. And that's great. Deep work. Really the deep work is not fun and not easy. A, a term that I've, I've been hearing a lot more and in, in a lot of the readings that I've been doing is thought work. Yeah. N- not just meditation, but Thought work. work. I like that. Because I'm, I'm working on changing my cognitive behavior, the, right. the way I think about everything. I, I'm really trying to shift how I perceive things, mm-hmm. how I view them, how, how I deal with them and process them. This facing my emotional suffering is a big piece of this. Okay. The meditations really are helping drive this work where I look at the meaning of what has happened right. in my life. Which is hard. Don't think you're going to... Fix everything in a night. Oh, yeah. Or, or, I'm or done. one sitting. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I dealt with it. I'm done. No. I resort to focusing on a very specific thing. You have to, and that's the right way to do it, in my opinion. That's the right way to do it. When we're talking with Chandler, and Chandler's right. like, yeah, I, I, can't I can't do this. <laughs> we I told him to, to say, start with the breathing. Yeah. We'll start with the, the breathing, basic. but also don't go for the deep, darkest oh. secret. You don't start go for the, Luke in the cave, start right? Start at the top and kind of work your way down. It becomes easier as you do that. Yeah, this this is going to be uncomfortable. And in the meditation I was doing, they, they were like, this is going to be tough. They, they kind of give a little pre-warm-up <laughs> talk think, before yeah, they have you do it. We've done different apps and stuff. And I really started to look at the event happened. I used my, my parents' divorce as, as an example, but when I started to get a little bit better at it, mm-hmm. I didn't tackle that topic initially. I, no. It literally was something that was just kind of irritating me. 
at work. And, and I can't remember what it was, but I, I stepped back and I'm going to try this. I had to revisit it a couple times before. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that, that was just an event in my life. The only meaning it has is what I have attached to it. And if I go, eh, so what? It happened. I didn't think about it that much anymore. It's funny how that works because the pivotal moment for me, shortly after my sister passed away, a huge argument I got into with my mom and dad. I was internalizing that to the point where I literally could not function because it was driving every thought, everything I was doing, everything I said, everything I did. Well, and I saw a lot of your self-worth really deteriorate as a result of that. It did. I, my, the image of who I thought I was, what I thought our relationship was, everything just up in smoke. Found meditation about this time. Started to slowly, slowly unpack some of this. And I no longer attach my identity to that argument or that image that they had of me. I now attach my identity to who I'm trying to be, who I'm striving to be, and the good that I did. And it's amazing what it does because it sure has propelled that relationship in a good way. Unfortunately, happened too late. My mom passed away before I was able to resolve that. But with my dad and my family now, I'm resolving it and I'm happy about that. There will be moments where Absolutely. you just <laughs> feel defeated looking at it. Oh, I, I do. You will have to revisit it yep. from time to time. <laughs> There's going to be times where you kind of dread it. Yeah. It's like, God, I that's okay. Oh, you absolutely. Can put it away. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'll work on this later. If it is something legitimately, I need to put this away. Okay. I may not be prepared to deal with this right now. You could maybe even take a piece of that Mm -hmm. that you're prepared to deal with and start with just a little small nugget of it and start to deal with that and see how that makes you want to say, okay, I dealt with this. I bet I can add a little bit more to my load. There were some nights where it was just, I usually do mine in the evening when the day's done because it helps me. Unwind for the night. Yeah. Get get it off my mind. When I identify the emotion, Mm -hmm. when I identify what is eliciting the emotion. Right. And, and that's really where that strain comes yeah. from. When I start thinking about something, especially when it's based on a previous experience, one of the biggest reasons that my parents divorced was my dad cheated. Right. And when I would have a boyfriend that would cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's what they do. It's a part. That's what people do. I almost actually grew to expect it out of people. And that's kind of sad that you did. And I almost think I actually attracted relationships where I knew that was going to you happen. You may have, which we talked about in our last episode, putting that out there in the universe, returning what you're putting out there. Because in your mind, that was just natural and it was going to happen. I've gone through as part of my deep work and I've identified, okay, these are things that I know will lead to that. Yeah. And guess what I don't let or allow <laughs> in my life now? Good for you. If I see things where I'm like, yeah, that's giving me pause. And I trust my intuition a you, lot more. Please do. I, I don't your fight the knows. emotion anymore. That's I, good. Yeah. I, I'm going to hit pause on this. Don't want you to think, well, yeah, you're running from it. No, I'm not. I, I'm oh. saying I, I'm establishing the boundary. You have to establish Many, many times we've talked about boundaries. Yes, in a way that is a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Well, in a sure. way. I would say it's a defense mechanism to say, I don't, I, I'm not inviting pain into my life. No, that's there, not there's what you're a difference doing. between Correct. avoiding it and just saying, yeah, I acknowledge that there's probably going to be something coming. Now, there's going to be things in life that you do accept the pain for. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I want a business <laughs> that you can relate to. You, and you know what you're going to have to. Or, oh, and yeah. you've, you've actually been learning a lot of, I'm going to have to deal with this if I yeah. want a business. <laughs> 
it's worth it, but yeah, you're right. Don't know that there's much we can go beyond on this. Identify what emotions are you feeling? What is causing you grief? What is causing you pain? Really start looking at it is to be objective. And that's the toughest part. It is. Because you, you want to own these emotions. They are your emotions. But I got news for you. It's only going on in your head. Correct. And you're making it worse you in are. your head than it probably by, really by, is. By fighting it right. or running away from it. Right. And just saying, okay, this has caused me grief. This has caused me pain. This has caused yep. me suffering. Why do I still care? Exactly. That, I love that. Because why? think you'll be surprised on a lot of it you're like i can't answer that yeah yeah that's true. because who am i without this you do attach there, there's a lot an more identity to you than to just that. that absolutely does this still continue to impact me and right. i think you'll be surprised a lot of the time yeah if you step away from the grief and why you still care yeah it, it, it doesn't think about a bad relationship yeah uh, you know this this is when i feel like i i really should probably write a book someday somebody that i went out with 15 years ago i i ran into a friend recently that knew both of us and was like oh you know da, 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 back in the days and i'm like yeah well do you know what he's doing i'm like don't care no it took me a long time to get to that point oh well because what he's doing with his life sure. has no bearing on me it, yeah. it really stopped having bearing on me the minute we were no longer together i just didn't realize that till years after right because you had attached that emotional struggle to that identity, and that was part of you. He got over it much quicker than I did, like the next day. And that caused me suffering, too. Because why don't they care like I do? Exactly. And that's hard, especially being an empath, because we do, emotions drive us in almost everything we do. And when somebody can just turn them off, oh my gosh, does that really make you pause? Because it makes oh. me pause. I just, I get like, I'm just like, oh in my In the gosh. words of Captain Picard, uh, Mr. Data, I envy you. Yeah. It, it can be tough because it's just, I don't know how you just turn yourself off like that. Like, I'm struggling here. How can you turn that emotion off? And it's hard. I have learned to be better at doing that. Yeah. There's people that are not used to that in me. Yeah. And <laughs> I had somebody legitimately say, you are cold now. No, I, I don't think I, I'm cold. still a warm person. Right. It's just when I'm done with the situation now. It has to be done. I'll tell you what, I don't lose sleep over nearly as much stuff as I used to. I bet that feels good. Oh, really good. So start with something simple. I'm, nope. I'm not saying dive into the deepest, darkest no. recesses of your emotional like pain. Like I said, take that little nugget and start to just work on one little thing. Build up to it. Absolutely. And think about what is it that you need to get over? And, and yeah. I actually think you'll be surprised how quickly you'll move on from it. Absolutely. That's what we have for you this week. That's it. If this helps you, please be sure that you subscribe. That way so you get notifications fun. of yep. when it drops. And if it helps you, please share it with somebody that you think this might help. I think this is a topic that we can all share a lot Relate. of. Relate, yes. Please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We will see you next time, and thanks for listening. See you next time.